0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Credit Conversations with Savaskia. How's everyone doing? It's good to be back with you today. We know that credit is much more than your score. It connects, it evolves around your financial literacy and education. So we are will continue to learn the tools of budgeting, yes, debt, net worth, money management wealth, and more. We know that credit is an asset. Credit is knowledge. As the owner of Exusia Financial Solutions, we are here to provide you with those tools, business coaching, credit coaching, financial coaching, wellness for individuals and families. We are here to help you to gain more awareness and giving you practical applications that you can apply daily in your life so that you can become a credit champion. So welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time, thank you for joining us today and for those who are becoming credit champions, I am so glad that you are back. This has been a wonderful week. I uh, just attended a knowledge fest uh event Uh, down in Louisville at the Muhammad Ali Center. It was phenomenal. All the uh, event business owners, it was a black business pop-up shop. We had a wonderful time. I was able to share some information and so really, really excited. Listen, I want to just come with a new topic today uh, based off of a book by... um, you know him very well. And it's called The Book of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And that book was uh, written by Stephen Covey. He has so many books he's written. Uh, it sold over 15 million copies. It was published back in 1989. And he was teaching people all over the world how to live happier, more successful and satisfying lives. And one of the prevailing themes of the book is that to change your life, you need to change your attitude. That would really be a good theme, right? To change your life, you have to change your attitude. And so normally I will give a word of the day, but I think that's a good word to start off with, change your life, change your attitude. And really, you know, no one is responsible for what happens to you, but you. So you can either complain about the things you don't like in your life, or you can set about changing them. Not surprisingly, the directly relates to the state of your finances. So, you know, when we think about financial applications and concepts that were actually presented in that book I want to ask a question, if you're tired of living paycheck to paycheck, then you should just be sitting straight up right now, right? If you're tired of it, you know, you have to uh, turn your phone off sometimes regularly, cut it off, you know, making excuses, you know, to skip dinners with your friend, then you can use these seven habits to take control of your money situation and live a happier and more frugal lifestyle. So the seven habits of highly effective people actually helps us to think about how we can be embracing frugality, right? And so I really like these habits, and so I want to just kind of share this. I think this is some awesome information uh, that we can be reminded of. So listen, if you've tuned in to Credit Conversations with Savanskia, we're going to be using uh, the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and I want to talk about those habits today. And habit number one uh, in the book says, be proactive, right? The first habit of highly effective people is that they take responsibility for their own lives, right? If they fail, they have no one to blame but themselves. So regardless of how you were raised or how you were treated at school, you can choose your behavior now. Being proactive means understanding that you are in control of your day-to-day interactions and thereby the direction your life takes. This is in stark comparison to a reactive person who is often affected by their environment and will find external resources to blame for their behavior. For example... If the weather is good, they're in a good mood. But if the weather is bad, it affects them. And they blame the weather for their bad mood, right? But see, what most people forget is though, is though you cannot control. You cannot control uh, everything, right? You can't control, you know, when the stimulus came. You cannot control your response, you cannot control, but one of your most important choices that you can't control is your words. The language you use is an effective indication on how you see yourself right and if you use proactive language such as "I can" or i will you're you're starting with a more positive attitude than someone whose language like "I can't or I have to, or if only. So how to be proactive for effective frugality? So let's think about that. Let's take about some first steps we can do. Okay. You cannot take control of your finances until you make the commitment to do so, right? So habit number one, I've got to be proactive. And so the more You ignore the situation, the worse it will get, right? Wouldn't you agree? Instead, take a long, hard look at your finances, your budgets, debt, income, and expenses, and try to understand where your money is going and where you can budget better, right? You know, you take the first step tell people. What am I saying? Using proactive language to vocalize your hope of being more financially responsible not only helps you crystallize your goal, but it can also help you avoid the peer pressure that makes budgeting and frugality hard. In other words, if you explain to your friends and families that you are trying to live a more frugal lifestyle, right? If we're going to embrace frugality, they'll be less likely to pressure you to end one more round of drinks or another uh, dinner out. That uh, reminds me of a book uh, that I read. Uh, It's by Michelle Singatari wonderful book, definitely worth a buy. And it talks about the financial fast. And in this particular financial fast, she teaches how important it is for us to develop a fasting habit, right? Let me throw that one in there. A fasting habit on how we control our finances. And I remember Uh, When I went through that 30-day window reading her book, that I was just like these friends coming to me, asking me to go out to dinner, asking me going out to lunch. And before I knew it, I had to say, oh, no, uh, that is not in my financial fast budget. And so I had to be able to tell people and not allow myself to be pressured Right? Is this happening? Some somebody. So, so how to be proactive? What is that? You got to take the first step, right? Taking that first step means taking control, right? Number two, tell people. Be authentic with the people, and then number three of habit one, listen. Listen to yourself and to the reasons you give each time you make a purchase outside of your budget or you decide not to put spare money into your savings account, right? So taking the time to stop and listen to the reasons you give yourself for spending more than you earn will give you the opportunity to hear just how shallow Many of those reasons are. This can stop you from making purchases that impede your goal of effective frugality, right? So let's look at habit number two. I hope I'm helping someone today. Listen, make sure you're taking notes. Habit number two in the book says, begin with the end in mind. Those who are effective in achieving their goals are able to envision their desired and result in spite of the obstacles, right? Don't allow the obstacles to get in the way. Highly effective people adhere to this habit based on the principle that all things are created twice. What do I mean by that? There's first the mental creation and then there is the physical creation. The physical creation follows the mental creation the same way that a building follow its blueprints. So if if you don't visualize what you want, then you're at risk of other people and external circumstances influencing your life. That's why it's so important because you are not influencing You're not influencing it yourself. Instead, this is what happens. Listen, begin every day and every test with a clear vision of where you want to go and how you're going to get there. Make that a vision, a reality with your proactive skills from habit one. How do we visualize effective frugality? First thing you have to do, you've got to define your goal, right? Now, there are many ways to live a frugal lifestyle, and you need to decide how frugal you want to be, right? Do you want to be debt free? building a savings account of a certain value or live on one income in a two-income household or do you want to have multiple streams of income, right? Do you need to consider a work-from-home opportunity? So decide how you're going to get there, right? This will, again, draw on your budget, but you need to be aware of the obstacles that are standing in your way. There may be literal obstacles, such as credit card debt, or they may be obstacles you've identified in your behavior. An example of a behavioral obstacle would be spending $10 every day on junk food. Oh, help somebody. on your way home from work because you're starving. Instead, listen, you could pack some raisins. You could put a pack of... um a granola bar and grab that until you get home and get dinner together. Or do you find that when you go shopping uh you always she always helps you justify uh your friend justifies a frivolous purchase when you could leave your credit card at home and hey I would highly suggest that you would do that from time to time. Um let's look at habit number three. Put things first. Put first things first. And I'm hoping that we're going to finish this today. If not, we're going to do a part two. So habit number three, put first things first. What is that saying? Knowing why you're doing something is an effective motivator, right? Why do you do what you do, right? That's an effective motivator because It's going to help you to transform a mental creation. What am I saying? This mental creation is going to transform into an actual physical creation of your goal. That's why vision boards are so important. Because guess what you do with a vision board? Now you've created that mental creation into an actual physical creation of your goal. And you begin to look at it. You look at that vision board, right? Or you should be, right? And if you don't have a vision board, hey, we're halfway through the year, why not go now, 2021, and consider putting a a vision board in place? Ask yourself what the things are that you find most valuable and worthy to you. And when you remember, when you put these things first, guess what that does? This is really what happens. I hope this has happened you. You're going to be organizing and managing your time around your personal priorities to make them a reality. When you put first things first, you are helping to transform a mental creation, and then you're helping to transform that into an actual physical creation, which sets your goal. Now you're able to organize. Now you're able to manage. And now you're putting first things first and making things your personal priorities then makes them to become a reality. And you know, for many people, it's hard to say no, but this is exactly the skill you have to learn to keep your goals as your first priority. While we are constantly told we can have it all, in reality, listen, having it all is really about prioritizing what is most important to you to have. And then focusing on that. One of my favorite scriptures in Matthew. Talks about seek first. The kingdom of God. And all these things. Shall be added unto thee. So when we put God first. In our priorities. Then we know. That he's going to take care. Of our priorities. And so. How to put effective frugality first. This is what you have to do. Recognize the effects of your finances. Now listen, you may not dedicate as much time as you should to managing your finances and practicing frugal principles because you feel there's always something more important to be doing whether it's work, whether you're uh, doing some um, caretaking, could be of your parents, Uh, you could be taking your kids, everything's opening up now, we're out and about, now we got our kids in sports, right? Or getting ready for dinner or holding some type of social gathering. So this is what we have to understand when we put things first. If your finances aren't under control, However, and you're regularly spending more than you earn, then this is going to have a negative impact on every aspect of your life, from your work to your family and friends. We have to, you need to, we will need to recognize that being frugal is your first priority. So it's three simple words. Just say no. It's easy to spend more than your budgeted amount each month when you're worried about missing out on a dinner with friends. Feel as though you have to cater to birthday parties, right, for your son's closest friends, or you don't want to wear the same suit to a work conference two years in a row, or you recognize that you don't have to take on everything. And that's okay to say no, then you will find you are more in control of your spending and your budget. So listen, I'm going to share with you. If you don't know, I have released my new book, Credit Champions. We want to help you to leverage your buying power and increase your buying power. So if you have not purchased my book, I want you to go out To Amazon.com and purchase my book. And you can get more information by emailing me at syvoskia27 at gmail.com. And you can also go to my website at syvoskia.com. Listen, we're going to get these habits down. I will be back with you next week as we continue to share the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Credit Conversations with Savaskia. You can gain more information at my website, savaskia.com. S-Y-V-O-S-K-I-A dot com or go out to Exousia Financial, Financial E-X-O-U-S-I-A com You need to know that credit is much more than your score. It connects and evolves around financial literacy and education. So in this broadcast, as I come to you weekly, I will be teaching the tools of budgeting, debt, net worth, how to restore your credit, money management, wealth, and more. And as the owner of Exusia Financial, we have solutions in credit and business coaching, financial coaching, wellness for individuals, families, and employees. We are here to help you to gain more awareness and giving you practical applications that can change your trajectory of your life. So welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, thank you for being here with us today. And thank you for those returning credit champions who have come back to the broadcast. And so first time listeners, we typically start off the podcast by sharing a word of the day. And I want to go uh, with this word attitude, attitude. They often tell me that your attitude uh, has a lot to do with your aptitude, right? Right. Uh, your attitude, your behavior, your responses, how you behave, your behavior economics, right? And so your aptitude is how high you would go up. Well, this call, when you come in, we are here to lift you up, encourage you. We want your attitude to go up to the highest mountain it can go up to. So you are in a positive podcast where we want to lift you up. So thanks again for being with us today. So I want to talk a part two. We didn't finish last week. I'm reading out of a book. uh, It's an old book. It's been around for a while. It's called Uh, Part two of the book of the Seven Habits of the Highly Effective People uh, was written uh, over back in 1989. Stephen Covey is known for uh, reading this book. Sold over 15 million copies, teaching people all over the world how to live happier. Don't you want to live a more happier life, uh, becoming more successful? Uh that's what my motto is, helping others to, to become more successful and to have a satisfying lives. And one of the prevailing things on the book is that to change your life, you need to change your attitude. That's why we talked about attitude. And no one is responsible for what happens to you, but you, right? We can complain about it, the things you don't like in life, or you can uh, set about making a change. And so, you know, as I said before, many people are feeling unsuccessful. They're tired of living uh, paycheck to paycheck. You know, people have the phone cut off, you know, but sometimes you have to cut your phone off and don't make excuses uh, to get Things done in order to be successful. Successful people do what successful people do. They have the right attitude, they do what we do in these seven habits. They take control of their money situation, they live a happier and more frugal lifestyle. I'll just mention briefly the three we shared last week. We talked about uh, being proactive, right? Taking the first step, making sure we're in control of our finances, uh, listening. Uh, making sure that we are making good decision and listening uh what our self is telling us to do right when we're shopping and habit 2 was beginning with the end in mind uh creating that space creating uh that envision creating that desire creating that mental picture that 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 uh propels us and transforms us to have a physical creation and visualize what we want. And after visualizing what we want, you know, making sure that we have uh, defined our goal and making sure that we've put a road map in place. Removing obstacles that's going to prevent us when we begin with the end in mind. And then habit number three last week, we talked about how we need to put first things first, right? Know why you're doing what you're doing. Recognize Right, your um the effects of your finances. You know, what have you done by putting other things first that perhaps that was affecting your finances? And then finally, the, the last one of that week, you know, sometimes you just gotta say no. Sometimes you have to be willing to know and trust your instincts, right? That you'll you'll be better off if you recognize. Uh, that you don't have to take on everything, and that it's okay to say no, and then you'll find you'll be more in control of your spending and your budget. So welcome again. Uh, We're going to go ahead and finish out this one today. We're going to talk about habit number four, five, six, and seven. So if you've just tuned in, we are finishing up our second week of the seven habits of highly effective people. And we know that success and getting our things in control is very monumental. So let's talk about habit number four. Habit number four is think, win, win. Think, win, win. Most of us are taught to base our self-worth on comparisons to others and competition against our peers. We think we can only succeed if someone else has failed. That is not true. You know, we have often been taught that there's only so much pie to go around. So if you get a big piece, then someone else is missing out. You know, when you really think like this, you're going to feel like nothing is ever fair. And as a result, many of us retaliate and take the pie before someone else can take it from us. So what I want to encourage you, and, and I think in this particular habit for think, when, when Thanking in a win-win mindset allows you to see mutual benefits from all of your interactions. So by doing this, you're going to see that the pie tastes even better when it's shared, right? And so if you can approach conflicts, problems with a win-win attitude, you're going to be able to express your ideals And feelings with carriage, right? We want to have carriage while still maintaining consideration for the feelings and ideals of others. When you have that abundance mentality, you're able to see that there is enough for everyone. Oh, it's enough for everyone. Think about Jesus and the bread and the fish. Did he not have that abundance? mentality, that there was going to be enough fish and bread to feed the multitudes. And so when we balance our confidence with this empathy, we can achieve our goals. But not only that, we can achieve our goals while helping others to achieve their goals. So how do we, how do we create? How do we do it? How do we create a frugal win win situation. How do you think? I want you to just pause for a minute. Take about 15 seconds and write that down. I'm going to pause with you. You got it. All right. Number one, recognize that you don't always know the full story. As you aim to implement frugal principles and stick to a budget, you may often find yourself thinking, it's not fair. It's not fair that they get to go out. It's not fair that they get a new car. It's not fair that they get a new home. It's not fair that they get to go on a vacation. Right? Take the time to realize, Howard, that you're only seeing a small part of the finances of your friends and family. You know, sometimes, you know, look at social media. People are posting things. It looks like they have it all. And though it's hard to watch your best friend sometime, you know, taking these trips, going to Europe, holidays, uh, your own family members buying cars, right? You begin to covet that. You know, don't worry about that. You'll get there too. Listen, if you manage your finances frugally and the best part, there will still be plenty of holiday destinations. Listen, cars, when the time rolls in. Listen, we all went into COVID, right? And when we came out, do we see people still getting cars, houses, traveling, it's going to be there. But what we have to understand, we need to look at our net worth. Understand the difference between possessions and net worth. All of this is very um Frugal to you understand to become a credit champion. See, while your friends and family may seem to have a fuller lifestyle because their house is bigger or their car is newer, you need to consider that it could just be a facade covering their mountains of debt. Mm-hmm. See, true wealth is not measured in possessions, but in assets, assets. 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 When the value of your assets is greater than the amount you owe on mortgages, car loans, credit card debts, then you have a strong net worth. Now you're truly wealthy, right? See, many people, as I was reading a book, How to Think Like a A Millionaire by Dr. Boyce Watkins. In his book, he talks about many people think that millionaires are people that have a million dollar in the bank. But being a millionaire or thinking like a millionaire, it's all about your network. It's about your assets. It's what you keep, not what you owe. It's what you've built, right? Not what you've given away. So by trying to live a more effectively frugal lifestyle, you will be able to achieve true wealth rather than just a life full of stuff. And I believe I've got some credit champions on here that are wanting to achieve true wealth and not just a life full of stuff. Would you agree with me? All right. All right. Let's get ready for habit number five, communication. At its base, communication is the desire to be heard and understood. Now, most people will listen with the attention to reply to what you're saying rather than to understand what you said. To effectively communicate, you need first, you know, they always tell you in in communication and listening, you need to first understand. See, if you communicate with the sole attention of being understood, you may ignore what others are saying. And you know what happens, right? You miss their meaning entirely. So don't just wait for your turn to talk. Pay attention. Make a good habit of paying attention to what people are trying to tell you. My auntie used to tell me all the time, she says, you learn so much more when you listen. That's kind of hard for our extroverts, right? But our introverts are pretty good at listening. So to my extrovert people, I want you to kind of practice those listening. So how listening can help you be effectively frugal. Number one, you are not the only person in your life. Now chances i'm not I don't know who's listening, but chances are you're married are you in a relationship are you're single you have friends are children are all of the above right and so as a result, you're not the only person being affected by your decision to live a more frugal lifestyle to be effective in your goal of frugality, you need to be able to listen to and understand the goals and behaviors of the other people in your life too consider how effective your frugality would be if you were taking uh your lunches to work and you avoided you avoided uh coffee breaks and and while your partner was going on shopping sprees during their lunch break, instead of living a more frugal lifestyle, you really be saving on one end and spending on the other. So what does that mean? We have to understand the goals and needs of others. You know, while it's important to explain your desire to live a more frugality, it's, more, it's also more important that you understand the goals and needs of those around you. Communication. The way, and this way, you can find a way to be more frugal without them having to give up all the things that are most important to them. So let's be better listeners. Let, let, that will help us uh, with that habit number five, communication. Let's look at habit number six, synergize. Yeah, that's a good one. Interactions and teamwork are some of the most important ways you can learn new skills, and more effective behaviors. Synergizing is a habit of creative cooperation, working as a team to find new solutions to existing problems. Synergy is not something that just happens. It's a process where you bring all your personal experience and expertise to the table, enabling more effective results than those you would have been able to achieve individually. So the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. When you have genuine interactions with people, you're able to gain new insights. You see new dreams. You see new approaches to your problems. One you may not have thought before. These habits are so important to you developing yourself as a credit champion. Because these credits, they go... To evolve in all of your decision making and all of your uh, financial breakthrough and all of your money management skills and all of changing your mindset, all of these things roll into the decisions you make on spending habits, budgeting. All of this is important, and so, how to synergize effectively look for new ways. You know, we we live in a society that excels at consumerism. You've probably already realized that you need to find new ways of doing just about everything to be frugal. It is so easy to buy your lunch every day. Listen, I know all about that. But then it's more frugal to pack it, right? It's easy to drive to work. But it's more frugal depending on what city you live in to take a train. It's easy to go buy that, that nice hot red dress or that new cocktail dress. But it's more frugal to make one right. So surround yourself with those type of people. To be successful in your quest for frugality, surround yourself with like-minded people. If you're trying to become that credit champion, you want to surround yourself with like-minded people. Find people who are where you want to be by joining online frugal living forums. Strike up a friendship. Uh, with some people that like to save coupons or start a sewing come. Get around people with the same goals you have, right? Uh, Partner with some parents and you all, instead of uh, going spending money Hey, put your resources together. You know, synergizing is about bringing resources together. Bring those resources together. Go to a picnic in the park, right? Do a social gathering and be able to share ideals and learn from each other. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I do because I am definitely enjoying this. Well, I want to go ahead and end with the last one as we close out this one. Habit number seven, sharpen the song. You are the greatest asset you have on your journey to achieving the lifestyle you want. So you need to look after yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Taking the time to renew yourself in these areas of life will give you strength to maintain the previous six habits, which are essential for your success. What are those previous six habits that we talked about? Be proactive. Begin with the end in mind. Put first things first. Think win-win. Right? Communication. Synergize. And finally, sharpen the saw. How do we do that? You got to have a renewing of yourself physically. By eating better, you're going to feel better. Take it another step further and start. Search your own vegetable garden. It's going to save you money, right? Exercise keeps you feel and ha- happy, right? Walk, ride, skip a rope, jump a rope, go to a day spa. Relax emotionally, emotionally, interacting socially with others. Find meaningful connections. Whether you're single, find meaningful connection. Mentally, expanding your mind through learning, reading, writing, right? Personal development. And then spiritually, just as important. Spend time close to nature. Expand your own spiritual self through meditation music, art, prayer. Take a quiet moment to center yourself and empty your mind before you even go to bed, right? Be grateful for the beauty and the nature surrounding you. So frugality doesn't mean that you're having to give up all your luxuries and and things to make you happy. Don't get burned out by developing habits one through six without taking time to renew yourself. Frugality is something you want to develop and maintain for the long term. Follow these seven habits and you'll be on your way to becoming a highly frugal person.